Okay, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Josh's Daily Brew. It's good to have you back. I was in Cape Town, so I didn't record the past three days and um, I missed you. I really did. And today I'm going to dive into one of my favorite people on Instagram. And I don't follow a lot of people. Um, I do that on purpose. It's not some virtue signaling, egotistical situation. It's just that I have a philosophy, which is what my content is about. And that philosophy around revolves around eliminating the non-essentials and in modern life, one of the ways to do that, I think, is so important is on social media is to cut ties with things that are toxic. And so Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf are two of my one of two of my favorite people because they wrote a recent book which I've mentioned before, Sacred Cow. And this is all about the importance of uh, animal agriculture, especially regenerative agriculture in modern society and our food cycle and in fact i spoke to a very uh, very um interesting gentleman by the name of um farmer angus who's from stellenbosch he left the corporate world to start a regenerative farm in spear uh, in stellenbosch um and he is fascinating what an interesting man and i had so much time for him and he, we spoke on a variety of topics and subjects and he really does expose the need for this in our society. And as I go deeper into being a meat-based proponent, um, I am on the search to understand agriculture better and understand the nuances behind it because I don't want to I don't want to be behind a naive wall of glass and say that it's the only way and things and etc. without knowing all of these things. And let me say that I don't support, you know, corporations like McDonald's and KFC that are literally they 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 wholeheartedly support the slaughtering of animals on a mass scale in a very disgusting environment. You know, um, I'm a big fan of when I can I buy grass fed meat, which is part of the regenerative agri- agriculture cycle, which is what I want to get into today. So for me, that's so important to highlight these things. Um, and not just assume that uh, that one way is the best and the other way is the other, you know? The other way being going saying that plant-based is going to solve all your problems because as I'm going to explain here, Diana's Instagram page is very, very good. So if we look here, yeah, yeah she is. Sustainable Dish, if you want to follow her. Um, she's a dietitian, um, but again, she co-authored this best-selling book, Sacred Cow, with uh, Rob Wolf. And uh, again, very real person, very interesting. I love her feed, um, very consistent, and the message is clear. You know, the importance of regenerative agriculture is crucial to soil health. That's as simple as that. So I want to mention two things. One is this post that illustrates this cycle very well. Um, It's titled Cattle Carbon Cycling Versus Fossil Fuels. And she says, yeah, one of the biggest concepts being missed in our push to reduce emissions 
is that cattle are actually part of the carbon cycle while extracting fossil fuels are introducing new greenhouse gases into the environment. So, I mean, basic simple terms, if I have a look at this diagram, you can see that carbon fuels, which I'm looking at all you wellness warehouse O's that uh, buy imported berries and nuts and, av and harsh avocados from Mexico that go on a ship that destroy our fish to get to your plate, I'm looking at you, carbon fuels go directly into the atmosphere, you can see here. Whereas a cow's methane is recycled, it is part of the process of, um, of the carbon in the atmosphere. So I found that very interesting. And then there was another poster. Okay, I mean, I titled this Make America Graze Again. Here's where I got it from. So all credit goes to uh, Diana Rogers. But here, this very brilliant visual describes this process. So I actually want to start this again. Sorry, there we go. So you can see that the cattle is part of this process. And this whole... This whole situation has been so overblown by people that don't have skin in the game and they sit in uh, corporate offices and are being advised by people like the the Gretas of the world who are not really proposing any solutions. Yes, they are causing mayhem and they are causing disruption, which is okay. But, you know, we need to have a solution to this. We need to come together and figure out ways where we can meet on common grounds because we don't want to make mistakes of the past. And I fear we're heading that way with meat tax and things like that. I really do fear that we are creating so much um, uncertainty and uh, it's going to be like the cholesterol problem. It's going to be this situation where any sort of decision can send us down a route of 100 years of um, ill-informed people not knowing the truth and with censorship as well, very scary. I see a lot of people in the keto community moving to an app called Parler. It's like a new social media app or something. And I just signed up just for just for shits, you know, just in case. Just got my username there. But who knows? Very scary. But here's this um, here's this post. Uh, what about methane? So um, Diana Rogers describes the process. Methane. Methane is emitted. From cattle, methane emitted from cattle is part of the natural biogenic carbon cycle, whereas fossil fuels are not. Fossil fuels come from ancient carbon that has been locked underground for millions of years, and when extracted, is adding new carbon to the atmosphere, which lasts thousands of years. So there's no natural upcycling, which is a great terminology to put this in. In the case of cattle, they are transforming existing carbon in the form of grass and other fibrous uh, materials into methane as part of their dig digestive process. Methane then bleached, is then bleached out and after about 10 years is broken back down into water and carbon dioxide molecules which are cycled back to grow more grass and the cycle continues. So this is very good context for people that may not understand it. And again, we need to think, you know, opening our eyes and we need to think um, how? what is the logic behind this? You know, is it natural to be eating tons of pea plant protein? I mean, where, was, where did that ever fit into our 
sort of evolutionary diet. And again, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that everyone has to go meat based, but I, I'm saying that we need to start a different conversation. And I think to a certain extent, there's a lot of people that are doing that. But the way you start the conversation is by living the conversation. The way you live the conversation is by doing the things that are right and fighting the good fight. And I really want to understand this conversation a bit better about why there's clearly a a political agenda and 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 a big pharma and big food agenda behind blaming, you know, cattle as the source of um the source of all greenhouse gases when in fact it's not and in fact if you want to go view something very interesting the other day let me try and find it for you but um the cowspiracy um guys recently detracted a a statement of theirs again another one and people you see we don't we don't see this i would like to find it who posted this now um, excuse me while I um, browse through my, my Insta feed here so I could find this for you. I think I've got it here. Here we go. Um, from Rob Wolf, who is the co-author of Sacred Cow, actually. So the Cowspiracy co- Conspiracy Anti-Animal Agriculture Movie Producers Changed Their Story. So um, the, it says here, the producers of the movie Cowspiracy, a documentary produced by Leonardo DiCaprio, which makes wildly inaccurate claims about the role of animal agriculture and climate change, publicly backed away from the main tenet of the movie and what may be the biggest G was stat in the 2014 documentary. So I'm not going to read through this all, but I will link it below. And it's very interesting because it doesn't matter. The point is that people's minds have been conditioned. So, you know, I always like to think of the elephant scenario, you know, elephants in zoos and elephants in circuses they grow up with this little tiny cord attached to a attached to a little like like thing like this and their cord is around their little pig i'm looking for it you see the coffee's gone so i'm trying to find the words to describe this so think of a little tiny elephant growing in a circus attached to a pig and it's got a tiny little wire and it grows up and it grows up to be this 10 ton elephant and this 10 ton elephant can easily rip away from that little pig with the little cord but guess what it doesn't it's been conditioned it's been conditioned in the circus to believe its whole life that that cord is going to hold its back and it'll never ever it'll never ever go against its master because it's conditioned and that's exactly what's happened is that people from Netflix and these crazy think people that make claims based on very unscientific um, analysis are conditioning people to believe that meat is bad for the environment. So when you eat meat on any form, whether you're eating it on a glyphosate flavored pizza, you are believing that you are doing harm. And again, I have to say that I don't support any sort of processed factory farming and things like that, I don't think that's ethical by any means. Um, but the conversation definitely needs to be better. And just think of that conditioning next time you you um, are with friends and things. I, I see way too many people out there that are conditioned. Um, and uh, I think it's important to have a different voice, even if my voice 
gets uh, gets well into the censored side of things. So I'm gonna leave it there. It's very good to have you back. I missed you guys and I missed chatting and I missed my daily vlog cast, which is what I think this is about. Um, and I wanna um, connect with you if you did enjoy this. Please subscribe and hit the thumbs up. It really does go a long way for people to find my work. And I just want to champion you for being on this journey with me. Um, it's an honor to serve you. And I hope you have a lovely day. Check in the next episode. Cheers for now.